Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. This podcast is designed to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and live the life you dream about. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's. Welcome to episode number 570. In today's podcast, my guest and I are talking about personal development and self-mastery. We discuss topics like self-awareness, habits, finding your purpose, and so much more. Make sure you apply and implement what you are learning because as we share, knowledge alone is not power. Welcome to today's podcast interview. I brought on Augie Karamidas. Augie, welcome. Heather, thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Now, you are originally from Greece, but living in the UK, I think you might be my first uh, Greek guest, so I'm excited Mm. to have you on. For those that are new to you, please give a little background. Uh, What do you do and where do you live? That's great. Yes, I am Greek and it's an honor to be the first Greek in your your podcast. I live in England. Uh, I am a dentist by profession. This is my background. However, what I'm doing and being passionate about is my, I'm a podcaster, a knowledge broker, a mentor, and very recently an author as well. So it is all, my my passion and mission is all about inspiring, passing knowledge, inspiring positive change via my podcast or my message. That's in a very, very briefly what I am doing right now to answer your question. Well, and your podcast is called Personal Development Mastery. Something we both agreed on in our pre-call was the idea of knowledge alone is not power. Application is, experience is. And so I'd love to start there. What is this idea of personal development mastery? Because it's a billion dollar industry. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com, and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. I also offer one-on-one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part? Everything I teach, you can start implementing right now. To learn more and apply, visit heatherhakes.com. Now, back to regular programming. Mm. And I will agree with you that that common notion that knowledge is power is completely false. Knowledge is, I would say, it's useless if you don't do something with it. It is, it doesn't have, knowledge is power only when it is applied towards uh, something. So on its own, it's not. And... uh, the mastery, the personal development mastery. Mastery, first of all, I see that as an, a journey rather than a destination. It's not, yeah. and that has taken me a long time to realize. Uh, I, I thought that it was something to be attained, to be achieved, to be reached at a point, and now I have mastered 
and maybe you can master the guitar after a period of time and truly become a master but personal development i think there is a difference there and it is something that inevitably it is lifelong it is uh, ongoing and it is all you know about bettering not only ourselves but through ourselves our environment and you know doing this ripple effect to the the people and the environment around us um, does that answer your question or did i, I think i took it in a different uh, direction a little bit well i want to know i completely agree and that's also my own mindset shift i've had more recently that mm. i think we're conditioned to believe especially think about school right we're always hitting targets and it's like we quote achieved and then we're searching for that next achievement that next goal this always moving target where I think of this, especially entrepreneurship, but this is this is a long game. There is no destination. Like each moment and something we talked about is this is creating a lifestyle. This is about consistency and, and otherwise you fall trap in autopilot. So I'd love to talk about that, the idea of consistency and, and daily rituals and love to hear about what you're doing. Sure. Consistency, first of all, I think it is one of the most important uh, elements <laughs> that lead to success to fulfillment to greater things uh, the consistency and we were talking about that before we started recording being both of us prolific uh, podcasters and having this consistency to you know keep on putting these episodes out uh, week after week month after month year, year after year so consistency it is the cornerstone, uh, I believe. It is uh, our success. Let's talk about success, but it applies to other uh, disciplines as well. It will come from building on these routines, on these actions, on these habits, if you want, that you do them every day. It, does not, uh, it might appear that once... Um, success happened very fast very rapidly or overnight as the you know the, the the term is the overnight success but it takes years to become an overnight success that's yeah. what i believe and yeah. and the the consistency is absolutely required otherwise you won't last through those years you won't last through the disappointments through the challenges through the whatever internal blockages you might have all of this need the consistency which leads to momentum which is a, a great power in in these things because the more momentum you get the more powerful all this that you're doing whatever that is uh, becomes so consistency is extremely important you, i don't think you can achieve much without uh, consistency by breaking something and then starting something else and then something you have to be consistent 100 percent let's talk about the idea of one percenters because how easy it is well one a lot of people don't even get started but for those who mm -hmm. get started but have the shiny object syndrome they, they're chasing that next high and yeah. they don't stay consistent with anything let's talk about just as an example the statistics on podcasters mm. Yeah, that's a great uh, example with the podcasts, even though there are some millions uh, out there, four or five millions uh, when I checked, million. 
the vast majority, and I think it is over 60% or close to 70%, quit before they reach even 10 episodes, which is insane. If you think about it, they go all through this preparation and work and they put something out. And then before 10 episodes, they stop, they quit. And of course, if we go to higher numbers, uh, like one and 200, there is a very, that probably 1% is accurate to say of the podcast that do that. So consistency will lead to that. But of course, consistency will require some ingredients. And I think one of them is really the desire and the passion about what you're doing or the enthusiasm I think that's a, a very precise word that for me personally at least I get my consistency and the discipline in my actions because there is this enthusiasm because there is this inner drive that you know makes me wake up in the morning and do record my podcast and do these things that I enjoy doing so this fuels, I would say, my uh, consistency, this internal uh, desire. And that's, a, again, I think it's something important to, to realize because we can't really be consistent to that extent anyway, to something that stifles, stifles us, something that is really, we feel like well, I have to do it and be consistent uh, at it. But the 1%, it is simple to do the actions that will take you to the 1% of whatever it is, they are very simple, but they're not easy. And anyone that has tried it knows that when, when you don't feel like it, but you still do it anyway, it, it, is, it is simple to say, well, I will take a break today and start again tomorrow. That's, <laughs> it is very easy to do it like that. Uh, so it's, it's not about difficulty. I think it is... Uh, no, it's actually, it's not about uh, complexity. It's, it's quite simple. It is the, <laughs> the commitment and the um, discipline to stay on track and do the action even, even when you don't feel like it. Okay, well, let's break it down then because I agree that changing your life is simple, but you're right, it's not easy because we're creatures of habit and potentially years, if not decades, thinking and being one way but in order to course correct and change the trajectory, you're going to have to start thinking and being a new way. And that's the overcoming yourself. So I'd love to hear from you the idea of, you know, being a one percenter. What are these, quote, simple steps or strategies to create the change in your life? It's a great question. I'm starting. I'm wondering where to be, where to begin. I think one thing I would begin, and we touched upon it earlier on, was the consistency, daily consistency, or habit of or routine of some kind. And you mentioned it, but we are, if if we think about it, we are the sum of the routines that we perform. Uh, you know, during the day, most of us anyway. Very few people have completely different day after day but most of us there is a sum of actions that we do every day or most days uh, that constitute our day and if you extend that our life really that's what it consists on of these uh, actions or uh, habits and many of us don't really realize that they are habits but so that will require 
first level of some self-awareness of what is it that I'm doing with uh, the day and not just you know the phrase is that you let the, the day run you if you if you allow the day to run you then at the end of the day you don't even know what uh, happened there hasn't been much awareness so becoming aware first of all of what happens through your day is a great step and then you can take some uh, action to be more deliberate be more intentional with some of those action blocks or habits that you do uh, every day and exchange some that probably have been happening for many years and they do not serve you anymore if only we take the time to you know uh, examine them and uh, realize them and then take one or two i believe this is uh, easier to do than a radical change of the whole day so putting little things uh, in place and when I say little things, I mean replacing a habit that is um, disempowering or limiting or not serving us anymore and replacing it with a more intentional, deliberate, powerful uh, habit. For example, I'll give an example what I mean, do some exercise in the morning or meditate in the morning. I believe these two are very empowering habits for not only for your day that is going to follow, but generally the more you practice it, the more you reap benefits and compounding benefits, uh, I think. So these are you know, just a couple of, of examples. There are many I can uh, we can discuss. Yeah, and I think that was a great start. So I'm, I'm going to highlight the three things you said. Number one, um, it comes down to that self-awareness. You have to become aware of how you're showing up. Number two, Create some sort of deliberate intention or action daily. And number three, replacing those disempowering beliefs or habits. Something I, I want to note, a statistic I have heard is that 80 per, excuse me, 86% of people, the first thing when they do when they wake up is look at their phone. And if you're doing that, the first thing you do is grab your phone, go to social, check emails, whatever you are already falling trap into living in autopilot and, and letting other things dictate your attention and focus. So yes. even yeah. if it's 20 minutes in the morning to get some movement, a mindfulness practice, journaling, meditation, whatever, if you could even start there, setting an intention for the day, practicing gratitude, anything of that sort, I believe that alone is a great place to start to change who, how you're showing up. There are this what you mentioned. Uh, there are two things, in my opinion, that are certain to ruin your day. So uh, <laughs> I didn't know about the statistic that it was eighty-six percent. That's tragic. I mean, I, I didn't realize it's so high. Uh, but yeah, there are two things that ruin your day. The first one is what you said to start checking emails, uh, Facebook, and seeing what the rest of the world is doing completely ignoring your uh, day yeah. the other thing uh, which is uh, probably even worse is hitting the snooze button which yes. is uh, for me that really sets the tone for the rest of your day because that is the first decision you take in the day the, the, your first decision is i'm going to stay cozy for another nine minutes or whatever it is yeah. that 
whether we know it, whether we realize it or not, it really sets the tone for other decisions that we will take through the day. We will take the comfortable route rather than, you know, what's good for us. We set an alarm at six, get up at six. That's why you set the alarm at six. If you wanted to sleep until six, at ten past six, then set it at ten past six. For me, it's as simple as, uh, as that. Snooze is a, a terrible habit. Okay, let's talk about that because you're right. Um, that's something, I, okay, I'll just hands up when I worked in corporate, but it's because I wasn't excited to wake up. I just knew it was another monotonous routine day. I used to, and this was back in 2017 when I quit corporate, I hit snooze every morning two to three times. That's just what I did. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're hitting snooze as the first action of your day, you're procrastinating, you lack follow through. And a big thing I hear is that people don't quote, trust others. The truth is you don't trust yourself. You know, Augie, have you heard the saying, how you do anything is how you do everything? Yeah. So if you're starting the day procrastinating, snoozing, have nothing, you know, you're not excited to wake up, it is time to create some change in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And okay. I've, I've, I've snoozed as well. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I, I will hold my hand up as well. I have done it many times, but I find that uh, it makes a big difference when you are, uh, when you discipline yourself, because it will require a level of discipline. You know, it's, yeah. it's not easy. It's easier, again, like we were saying, it is easier to uh, hit the button and sleep some more. But what good does that make but i can't see of any you know real benefit you it's not like you get in into any restorative sleep in the next uh, eight nine right. minutes you have the very best light sleep which won't really do much in terms of adding quality to your your sleep it's just you know it ruins your it's what you were saying also that that uh, that decision that uh, the easy decision a word you just said, I would love to expand on because I think there's actually some negative connotation. And I literally read this in a book last night. I loved a new perspective and shift, okay. but I feel like when people say the word discipline, self-discipline, <laughs> that it's a negative thing. And especially I believe in the work we, we do, it is about learning to become self-disciplined in your thoughts, in your emotions, in your habits, in your actions. I would love to hear your perspective and definition. What is discipline? Discipline is the ability to do what you said that you would do. Even if that uh, mood that when you said it is not there anymore, if you don't, in other words, even if the circumstances are different or you, the way that you feel is different, it's it is the ability to do you said what you said that you would do, and it's not a bad thing at all. It's a very empowering thing. It's not easy, but uh, you feel good. I, I will tell you personally, every time that I do keep my discipline. I feel really good about myself. My 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 self worth or my self esteem goes up because I prove to myself that I can do what I said that we do and not take the the easy way out and find an excuse and uh, not do it, which it's quite easy, uh, frankly. Yeah. So it builds up. Uh, I know there are negative connotations uh, about the the word, like it is like a burden or uh, something like that. 
but I don't see it. I see it as a, a absolutely essential uh, component in growing as as a person and, and doing stuff. I mean, you, how, <laughs> I, don't, I can't even imagine without discipline what what can you do in life. I don't think you can do much. Well, and you know, a way another way I speak about it is you can live life by design or by mm -hmm. default, and yes. every day you are choosing. Okay, here's what I want to talk about now. The idea of mastering yourself, self-mastery. Augie, what does that mean? If I were to put it, uh, the, the way that comes up to me right now would be a, a sense of um, fulfillment that you have done your or fulfilled your purpose. And when I say your purpose, I mean the reason why you're here on this uh, world. So self-mastery is that journey, again, it is a journey, not a destination, of realizing our true potential or our true nature or who we truly are and what we are truly here for. Yeah. And... Um, you know, bringing that out, leaving that. And uh, that's how I, uh, I say it. There are many other definitions I would give, but this came uh, in intuitively now that you asked me. Okay, on that note, I have a question for you because I literally yes. spent my 20s and I going through corporate, you know, doing what yes. I, I was conditioned to do, cultural programming, and mm -hmm. I literally used to Google, what is my purpose? What am I passionate? Like, how do I find mm -hmm. my purpose? And I think mm -hmm. that's talked about a lot and, and it feels overwhelming or heavy for individuals. But I, I guess for me to frame it differently is what is your definition of success? What brings you joy? And maybe there's purpose in that. And so I'm curious, what, what do you mean to find your purpose? And do you have any ideas or tangible takeaways to help somebody find their own? Yes, that's a, it's a great question. Uh, the the purpose I see it first of all. I have also went into a quest of my own in the past, trying to find it as such. But I realized that you can't find it. It's not somewhere waiting to be found. The purpose yeah. is is more to be created. It's like to be uh, composed, if you want. It's your daily actions that create. Uh, the purpose so it's the it's i think it's a distinction that really takes away the the pressure that i might not be able to find it it's nowhere to be found we make it we create it uh, in terms of what could someone do to um, explore or discover or uncover that um, i would say follow your um, curiosity mm. do something maybe if there is something that intrigues you that you would love to give it a go i think that is a good place to start that might not be your purpose but uh, by following things that intrigue us 
we're certainly much in a much much better uh, route to discovering uh, and living our purpose than doing something that uh, you know does not fulfill us and uh, we feel empty at the end of, of the day and we're looking for the weekend uh, every time that's definitely it doesn't sound like a purpose you know what's coming to mind i remember my first coach who was actually through tony robbins organization he reminded me to be more childlike mm. And if you even shift your perspective into, I get to be here, like I chose to come into this avatar, this body, right? This, this vehicle on planet earth, like what comes, what's my zone of genius? What did I love doing as a child? And what I shared with you before we were recording as a little girl, my dad built me a playhouse for my seventh birthday. And I used to torture my brother and my cousins. I was always the teacher and I loved teaching, Mm -hmm. only to find out when I got to college, they made 35 grand a year. And I was like, oh, that's not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So I, I went after money instead of passion and quote purpose, did that for 10 years. And then I still got redirected back into something like my, my soul's desire, which is teaching. And for me, this is simply my angle for somebody else. Their purpose could be to be an amazing parent or a community member, like it doesn't have to be this big, hairy, audacious goal and to be a quote influencer, right? It, figure out what lights you up and, and maybe quote comes naturally. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be a grandiose uh, yeah. for sure. If, if what, if something fulfills you and you feel good in yourself doing that, then uh, I think the, the quest uh, for purpose starts with people that do not have this, this sense of, you know, fulfillment. There is this kind of uh, discontent, this emptiness, this, there is something missing in my life. That's what, you know, the, the, the triggers this uh, search for meaning, for purpose, for, uh, and it's, it's very common for many people to not to focus on that in the early years because that's how we've been conditioned i suppose and to look for external success money and a good job and, and this and that uh, yeah. it's so common to attain all those things and then realize that it was not about that in, uh, never but uh, i think we we have been um, misled in a way to pursue those things uh, instead of what truly, uh, truly is fulfilling. Yes, I agree. Okay. I think this is a great segue because I'd love to, something I talk about often is identity shifting or what I call creating version 2.0, which is what I work on with my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. Mm. You had a paradigm shift and completely changed your trajectory going from a dentist to a podcaster. You also shared with me that you used to be extremely shy and now you're a public speaker. So I would love for you to share a bit of your journey so others can realize that it, no matter who they currently are, they have the ability to completely shift and change. Absolutely. And that's, it's very empowering when you realize that it is not, uh, and let me give you my, the example of myself, what uh, I was, as you said, very, all my life until an event in Tony Robbins event in 2017 all my life until then I was very shy closed up 
in social situations I was quite anxious. I was not, uh, I really couldn't uh, speak. And I realized at that event that this was not who I was. All my life I have believed that this is who I am. I'm a shy person. I don't enjoy speaking to uh, people I don't know. I had believed those things as they as if they were a part of me and i never questioned them that's even uh, what really kept it uh, going and i realized that it was not all this it, it was not an inherent part of me that i had to carry with me all the time they were just limiting beliefs or voices in particular for me it was one voice at the back of my head saying that people are not interested in what you have to say. People are not interested in what you have to say. So there was this internal uh, dialogue happening without me even realizing it. All right, that's the that's the thing. And it was at that time when I became aware of that. Oh my God, that's why I don't speak to people. Yeah. And then I took the, the steps to change. So. I believe 100 uh, percent wholeheartedly that we can change even things that uh, we might think that they are very difficult to change. If we want to change them, we can. Uh, and it is important for me because not everything needs to be changed, all right, but for me it helped when i looked when i projected my life 10 years ahead 20 years ahead or going even to my deathbed and looking back at my life living having carrying on these beliefs or this way of you know not speaking to people and that really gave me a tremendous feeling of bitterness regret it was uh, i i really realized that I didn't want to live my life uh, like that because I, I did have, I knew that I had valuable things inside of me to share, but because of that belief, I would never share them. And that would also hurt, apart from my social uh, skills and social uh, situations, it would also hurt my uh, self-belief because I would not get any validation from other people about my ideas because I, they, they were the best kept secret so i took a long-winded answer to your question but i i wholeheartedly believe that yes you can change the the thing that it is that you would like uh, to change it might not be you know an overnight thing it might take time but it can be done and by by all means. Well, and to highlight what you shared is that internal dialogue. And I see a, a huge pain point for most people is self-doubt. And self-doubt mm. is keeping people playing small in monotony, going through life's motions. And I mean, that was something, especially in entrepreneurship. And sometimes I still have little inklings of it. But when I started out, I had a lot of self-doubt, imposter syndrome, procrastination. Who am I to do this? And then guess what I did to shift it for me? I stopped making it about me. And, and, you know, it was that whole find your why. And my why was I just wanted to help if I could help one person who had been in my shoes, self-doubt, going through life's motions, then I would feel fulfilled. And that became yeah. my driver to create content, to do podcasting, to do all the things because I stopped making it about me. 
Um, it's, great, something... it's a great shift that one when yeah. you take the. Uh, for me, that that example, if I I will add that very quickly, it was when I was doing a, a public speaking. I realized that if I take the focus out of how well I will perform. If I take my focus out of that and put it, how can I serve these people? <laughs> it takes all the, you know, the, the the stress away because it's not about me anymore and my performance uh, as such. It's about service. Yes. Okay. Something I want I want to touch on because this is something I love, and the fact is we all do it every single day, whether or not we're aware of it. But let's talk about, quote, manifesting and how there's a fine dance of of like action and surrender and, and what that means to you. It is indeed, uh, you've said it beautifully, the fine uh, dance of action and surrender. Both are, are necessary. Uh, I think the, the action also involves a bit of surrender depending on the actions that you take but yeah the manifesting will require and we were saying we were talking about that before we started talking that many uh, before we started recording that many people believe that it is only a matter of surrendering or receiving or you know keep visualizing it and writing it down and expecting something to appear from my experience, it, it, it involves the actually doing or taking action on the synchronicities that will come on your ideas, inspirations that will, will come when you are in that, uh, yeah. let's say, receiving uh, state or the surrendering state. Things will happen either internally, ideas or externally, some people or phone calls or whatever. There will be... Uh, it's inevitable that you will need to do something with these ideas or these uh, people. It's uh, so I liked it very much uh, the way you said that the, the, the dance between action and uh, surrender. And I wish I wish I I could give you a, an answer that would really encompass everything about this topic, but it's so big and so beautiful. So I think I will leave it to, to what I just said for now. Well, here's what I'd, I'd like to share on the idea. When it comes to manifesting, I feel that most people are very attached to the outcome. For mm -hmm. example, it's yeah. going to take me two years. It's going to take me five years. And, and because we create from past experiences, we, we come from a very limited perspective. Instead, and this is what quantum physics would teach us, it is way more important for you to, quote, align with it emotionally via your thoughts, your feelings. Live, Neville Goddard taught this. Living from the end of your des desire, no matter your circumstances, and then taking action not mm -hmm. focusing on the how, but maybe the little steps in front of you, as you said, the synchronicities, the things that will come your way, oftentimes way better than you could have planned or expected and and also a lot faster. So that's what I just want to touch on the idea of, of manifesting and mm -hmm. um, something I you said you had this in a podcast, your own guest, but what does an abundance mindset mean? out all the limitations that 
we have? It's a great question, and um, I'm trying to think how I can. It would, uh, I would certainly, it would certainly involve removing all the limitations, um, and would an abundance mindset would be a realization that you are not separate from uh, everything else you are part of everything else so therefore it's all the here anyway all uh, it's about attuning to all of that realizing uh, mm. all of that yeah Okay, a question I asked you, if if you remember, what is a billboard message you would give to humanity? Uh, you are not your, your thoughts. That's what I would uh, I would say. Uh, and yeah. you know, we uh, very often, if not the vast majority of time, sadly, uh, we are very much identified with this constant stream of, of thinking or that internal dialogue. I used that phrase uh, earlier. I believe it's very accurate because there is a dialogue going on. You just need to pay attention. Do you realize that there are different um, voices or things being said anyway, not voices as such. Uh, so the you are not your thoughts these thoughts yes they do happen most of the time i think there's about 70 80,000 thoughts we have every day most of them are completely repetitive and completely automatic yeah. it's like you know a cd playing over and over again the, the same uh, songs and we're not even paying attention uh, to it so it's I think one of the most important steps one can take in realizing more about, you know, the, the truth of who they are, and I mean, as, as a person or as a human being, is that, that realization that I am one thing and my thoughts are a different thing. Yeah. And I am not my thoughts. So if my thoughts tell me that I am a shy person, as I was, was saying earlier, to re realize that this is a thought, it, it is a voice in my mind. It is my mind. I, I'm something else. I, I'm not that. And I think becoming um, aware of this distinction or uh, detaching from the um, identification with this constant stream of thinking that takes us to you know the past the present whatever anything but uh, what's right in front of us i think that is the a, a very big uh, step uh, and that's why i would put it in a in a billboard i think it would also uh, provoke some thinking even just these few words thank you for yeah. the question i have thoughts but i am not my thoughts that's yes. uh, that's quite a perspective shift. Here's what I want to ask you, since we are so big on application and implementation, what do you believe is a key takeaway you want listeners to get? Based on what we said today, I will go back to, we mentioned it, but I'm going to repeat it. So I really want to establish uh, that. Please stop 
putting the uh, pressing the snooze button when you wake up and please don't look at your phone for at least half an hour i'm sure you can do something more deliberate and empowering with your day than checking what uh, random people do on uh, instagram or whatever your uh, dopamine hit is at that time in in, in the morning i think that is uh, it's up to you what you want to do do you want to meditate do you want to exercise do you want to to read something uh, empowering I don't mind that is uh, it's up to every person to figure out what empowers them and build it into their day but I think it is a matter as I was saying earlier it, it our daily habits constitute our day therefore they constitute our life so we start from this small five minute things or 10 minutes things that we do and we work on them and then we uh, everything else around that uh, around that improves at, as well it might not happen in two days yeah. and that's where the consistency we were talking about and the, the yeah. discipline and uh, the surrendering that we said some things will take longer than we would like them <laughs> so be it it is it happens as it does for a reason I agree. Those are great places to start. I have a few mm -hmm. questions to wrap up the interview uh, for you. Sure, sure. First one, what is a quote or motto that you live by? Life is happening uh, for you, not to you. Uh, I think it goes well with what we were saying. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Because I know that's big Tony Robbins quote. It's... Something I'd like to expand on. I also, I come from even a, a different viewpoint that life is happening through you. Through. Mm -hmm. But yes, even it is better. happening for you. So even the obstacles and challenges that we face, it's like, it, it's to evolve and grow through, not mm -hmm. become victim to. Exactly. Yes. What is a book that you're currently reading or highly recommend? There is a book that I, I read all, all the time. I, when I say all the time, I mean every day as a habit, a daily routine. It's called The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. I've been reading it uh, for years. Not uh, only two minutes every morning, but yeah. it gives some incredible perspective on a daily basis. It's one page a day. And it gives some incredible perspective on the art of living, how to live well. Uh, it's, it's a book I would certainly recommend. Final question. What advice would you give your younger self? Be true to yourself and uh, follow what you're passionate about and don't allow the thoughts or the voices, the voices of other people to deter you from pursuing what you know it's in your heart. Even if it is your closest uh, people, yeah. listen to what they have to say, but follow what you, your inner wisdom and uh, believe in yourself. And such a great note to end on. Augie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave me a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. 
You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.